Things are going to start happening to me now. You've done all the reading. You're a scholar. You're a professor. You've done all the reading. You've done the intellectual heavy lifting. Carlos, eat shit and die. You wouldn't know a fact if it begged you all night long. Want to like, um, you know, give the wrong impression because I am, I I am very high. Could ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. Yeah, care. I'm a libertarian. What I'm getting is. Did why? you vote for Judge Jorgensen or Trump? Who? That's Joe the, Jorgensen. That was the perfect answer. Thank you. <laughs> that was uh, hello, everybody. Tyler Yonke, Libertarian Podcast Review. This is episode. What are we at? 96. And Tyler and Andy, seriously. Well, it's just Tyler. Uh, Andy's on his way. He's he's checked in. He's gonna have a uh, look. That last weekend, uh, I keep telling Andy, let's do a podcast, and he's like, actually, he kept telling me, let's do one. And so I'm like, yes. And then the weekend comes, and we didn't do it because I was just busy doing things. And so this week, he's I'm like, let's do one. And he's like, yeah. I mean, if you don't cancel on me, so perfect. And he he set the time. I said, you set the time. We'll do it. He said four central. I said, fine, we'll do that. Uh, I set everything up to come out and to do this. And then what happens? He texts me about one o'clock my time, which is two Pacific, which was what? Anyway, an hour before he's like, um, let's not go until the game's over. And I'm like, what, wh where's the game at? What, what's the situation with that? He said, it's halftime. I said, okay, fine. So the game's over. And I'm like, let's go live. Well, he just called me and he's driving, <laughs> he's driving home from somewhere. And I'm like, I, dude, I don't know what what's going on here. I, I can't. Uh, I don't know. Is this how you do your dates? Uh, anyway, um, we're here. I, I decided I'll start. I said, you know what? I'll start here. Let's see what the people have. People have gone crazy. Um, oh, and look at this. We've got uh, Ask Andy if he can show us his man cave. So far, he's not here. Uh, sup, old man, Jose. Jose, um, the man of the. By the way, everyone should go check that out. He did a great job on Dave Smith's show part of the problem talking about okc he's really dug into that uh i think it was great yeah, him on tim pool um also did well and who who out of the tower gang that's been on there ruined it for cole and toad you tell me was it clint top lobster reed or jose which one of you you, you effers uh ruined it for cole and toad because they haven't been on yet and i tend to think it's top lobster okay he, he made fun of the Cranston brothers. Uh, he wasn't his peppy self. Uh, I was disappointed. He says he was held down by the Jewish lawyers. I don't know. Um, okay, so we've got some um, some people in here in the chat. Looks good. Uh, we're just, once again, we're just waiting for, um, I'm under an NDA, can't say. <laughs> okay, I don't know if that's talking to them or talking to me. Uh, okay, I think he's talking to Phobes on that. Tell you what I'm going to do before Andy gets in here. And by the way, Go to us on Rumble right now, and all you have to do is type LPR, all just LPR, no spaces, and it'll bring up Libertarian Podcast Review, and just go ahead and subscribe to that. Uh, let's see. It, i, I got to figure out the, the chat's going here. I'll try to check that chat if people go there. Um, it hasn't integrated itself into um, StreamYard yet, so I'm not able to really incorporate if you're getting your chats over there, but I think we're live. 
So you should be able to go check us out there as well. That's kind of where we're getting a lot more views. I don't know what, what's happening with that. I thought until Andy gets in here, was talking to you about Tim Cass question. Was talking to you about the Tim Cass question. I don't, oh, to me, he doesn't know. He's under an NDA. Gotcha. Okay. I'm sorry. I can't keep track of all these things. So maybe say Tyler. No, we don't have to do that. Um, I thought I would start out here. We're going to talk about some of the leaker stuff. So let's catch up here first for me. What if I, and then when Andy gets in here, audio is a bit low. Maybe I'm just stupid. Okay. Let me, let me check this out. Let me see if that one, did that fix it? And I, I've got some, let's go to the audio here. That looks fine. Audio is a bit low for me. Maybe I'm just stupid. Okay. Um, hopefully, hopefully that fixed it a bit. Um, I popped it up on my board few issues. StreamYard has trouble. Okay. That's one. Second thing is I got new earpiece things that they're in ear headphone things, 90% better. Okay. I could, I could even pop this up more if you need me to. Um, 90% sounds, sounds like a, a solid situation though. Uh, let's go adjust it on that one as well. Okay. So I popped it up on the StreamYard. And I put it up and then, oh my God, high spot. Okay. Uh, so I have the in-ear things, which makes everything louder to me personally, which means I got to adjust it here, which maybe has been a problem all along. Okay. So we're trying to, we're trying to work things out here. Um, however, let's start with Tyler. What have you been up to? What have you been doing? We had John Ziegler on recently. Um, he's death of journalism. He's done all this stuff with, uh, uh, be, be benefit of hindsight, which is the Penn State stuff. Uh, it's fantastic. He and I talked last week. It was good. Um, then uh, I went on a few podcasts. Uh, Year Zero with Tommy Sammons and um, Patrick McFarlane. And that one was... I'm, and then I went on Hapitarian, uh Friday night. And we talked about some more stuff. And here's what I've been doing recently. I've been <laughs> really taking on Phil Magnus and Safadine Amus. For some reason, I'm, I'm going back to the well on those and I keep talking about how they're, they're kind of shitty people. I don't know why I've decided to do that. It may come back to haunt me. Uh, we'll see. Okay. Uh, year zero, we talked, uh, Tommy and Patrick and I, kind of the Mises Caucus, some weird situation with their tweet. I don't have any problem with them. Matter of fact, I'm a member. I just want to put that out there, say that's perfectly fine. I just had a problem with a few of their tweets. Uh, Hapitarian, Shane, that was really good, uh, fun time too. So go check both of those out. Uh, other Patrick and, and Tommy were, was actually a fun conversation. I think there were some useful um, things that we we went over in there. Okay, that now I think I was what I'm going to do here first until uh, the the or idiot Andy comes in is. There we go. Your zero and half turns are both awesome. JC says, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know you ride bikes and shit. <laughs> are you talking to me? Uh, I do ride bikes, uh, but I don't think that has anything to do with what I was talking about. Uh, this is uh, Thug Shaker Central on NBlock Press. This is Lee, uh, formerly of Not A Podcast, uh, wrote this up. Maybe we'll have to go to the bigger one here. And I thought we'd just walk through some of this. Um, he, he gives a good indication, uh, you know, kind of some some stuff with the leaked info. Uh, Jack Teixeira. And by the way, if you don't know how to say his name, it's Teixeira. T-E-I-X-E-I-R-A. I learned that word because there was a guy that used to play baseball. Uh, 
last name to share. That's how I came up with that. And so there you go. Oh, we got another comment here. Uh, Tyler and Andy have a Walter White and Jesse Pinkman dynamic. Um, look, 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 look. I, I take it I'm Walter White, right? Andy does look to be a little bit more of the uh, methed out kind of guy that's into his own supply. So I'll just assume that. I've got a science background. I guess I'm the Walter White. I don't wear tidy whiteies. That's where a lot of this, and my wife is much nicer. I hated uh, the wife on on there. But uh, other than that, I don't know that you're uh, completely uh, wrong here. Okay. Am I going to read this whole thing? Possibly. Um, uh, let's start with here. I'm going to assume you're familiar with this week's story about Jack. Let me move this thing here. Uh, Jack Teixeira, the Jack the Dripper Teixeira, if you aren't, the TLDR is 21-year-old gamer and Air National Guardsman allegedly leaked a large number of sensitive documents detailing casualty figures, estimated unit strengths and locations, and other sensitive data derived from U.S. intelligence gathering in the ongoing Ukraine-Russia conflict to a small private Discord server named Thug Shaker Central. Now, a lot of the things here that I, I just kind of want to point out are um, many of us are in Discord servers. Many of us are in group chats. And the things we say out there, uh, just know they're not private. So if you are, you know, we're always worried about feds, Jose, uh, in, in our group chats. So, uh, you know, if someone's posting some stuff or a little bit odd, I, <laughs> you know, be, be wary. These aren't... Uh, and, and look, I had a, a conversation. I, I put something out online because a lot of the problems you see with this and also with like the, the Twitter files, and I talked about it last time, uh, I did a quick episode on Friday, is how the media it takes after the, the whistleblower or the, um, the, the guys reporting on stuff instead of what's actually in there, right? You know, Taibi and these guys are, are reporting about all these things that are in the Twitter files, and they're not really the news media is kind of glommed onto these guys rather than what's actually in there. Same thing with this to share a kid and what he did. And then you had the Jack or uh, Brad Palumbo's and a few other, uh, Urkel or Ekel, whatever his name is. Uh, there is a solution coming to the discord problem. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. What's, what's that? Just undo your, don't be on the internet. Um, get ready for every group chat server to be more censored, regulated than they are already. Yes. And we're going to talk about that. So, uh, I did talk about it a little bit on Friday and I'm kind of just to, to reiterate that is, and by the way, I, I did talk about this on a uh, Habitarian show as well. So you could get a little bit more detailed conversation there is what, what is going to happen? What's going to be the result of this? Uh, the restrict act. I mean, they're already ramping that up. I did say something in there. I did a tweet about something like that. Uh, and I got some pushback from this guy, Jack, um, by the way, I've been checking out his podcast. He's from Australia. I went on his podcast a while ago. It was a different name. It's now called, and I may even, I was thinking I maybe even planning let them eat cake. Um, he's got a little bit different take. He's kind of libertarian, but not, I mean, he kind of runs in our circles. Uh, he's a good guy. kind of does some new stuff. Uh, but he really pushed back and thinking the restrict act should be fine because it really, something needs to be done about China. And, you know, it's, it's the Patriot Act all over again. It's, um, you know, I don't, I don't trust our government to be doing the right thing. And so they're going to be restricting us. They're basically like, you look, we couldn't keep track of our documents. And since we couldn't do that, we're going to restrict you and yours. Okay. What's the solution, says JC. I uh, can't discuss. He's under an NDA. <laughs> Am I the only one under here not under an NDA, says uh, JC. Uh, I'm not. 
I, I may have some out there, but not for me, uh, for my employees. Um, okay, so we'll keep going in here. The TL, we already put that. The server is reported to have been compromised, uh, comprised of 20 to 30 young men, many of whom are just teens, mo but who mostly pass the time sharing memes and talking about guns, politics, and gaming. One of those members, reportedly referred to as the OG, uh, by other server members is a member of the 102 intelligence wing of the Massachusetts Air National Guard. The OG is Jack Teixeira. Um, and I wish I had this better set up. I'd play a clip of uh, Arrested Development basically saying uh, the OC. Don't call it that. Oh, shit. Look at this. How are you doing, uh, Andy? Are you I can't hear you that well. Can you hear me? Check. check. Oh, there you go. How's it going? Oh, it's going, you know, just watch my team lose, being a cursed Tennessee sports fan. Yeah. Okay. Congrats to uh, fucking Wiggerty Lockdown over there and uh, all you California kooks, Laker fans, homosexuals. Okay. I'm 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 happy with it. I'm, I'm fine with all that. Uh, just exactly as you presented it. What do you got going on? What you looking at? The leak, uh, uh, Discord leaks or whatever? Yeah, I was I was just talking about that since I was trying to get going here before. Um, okay, hang on. We got we got more stuff. Tyler, my brother is. It's not our government. It's the U.S. government. Also, stop ignoring my answer limit. <laughs> uh, my bad. You're right. Okay. Uh, so many things you're you're not uh, up to speed on. Andy, let's start this over. And <laughs> where are we at here? No, I just. Um, <laughs> So I, I, I mentioned a few things here. Uh, we'll, we'll get into them. But I, I was on uh, your Zero podcast. I was on Hapitarian's podcast. What have you been doing and what have you been on? Ready? Uh, I haven't been on shit. <laughs> I've been hanging out, touching grass, I guess. Uh, getting to see some old friends that have been in town. Uh, working in the garden with my daughter. And uh, yeah, I watched. I caught your Year Zero podcast. It was really good. Um, shout out to, uh, Tommy Salmons and Pat McFarlane and whoever's vacuuming in your house right now. I, I yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this at this time. Uh, of course I, I said, uh, for me, it was two o'clock, but you know, you fucked that up. Um, and then, uh, what happens is, uh, and look, I, we don't even have much carpet left. <laughs> putting in floors. So this is the time that someone did. And you know, I, I know what it is. <clears throat> My wife told my daughter, uh, vacuum the stairs because grandma's coming over tonight. And so she's vacuuming the fucking stairs, which is right outside the, the door here. Uh, but uh, sorry, this is the way it, way it is. <laughs> no, Tell no, me, you went, you went to a game. You, you wanted to schedule this four o'clock central, right? I, I said, you pick the time. And then you had plans that, that pushed up against it, much like me last week. So why don't you talk yeah. to me about um, how, why you're such a piece of shit? <laughs> well, uh, it's inherent. Uh, I can't help it. It's genetic. Uh, I actually didn't know what time the game was today. I thought it was a, a nighttime game, but they scheduled scheduled it for the afternoon. So it is what it is. It's, I cut it close, but hey, I'm here. I'm only fine. 15 minutes, 20 minutes late. An hour, but that's fine. Um, I'm so on CP time. No, I said 4.30 my time. It's 4.58. No, you didn't. You said 4 o'clock your time. Hey, same thing. <laughs> um, so, so first of all, and I'm scrolling back through our text messages and I'm seeing a picture of my car. So I think we may have to talk about that. Um, so, um, why don't you, what do you think of this, uh, this 
this uh, message here from JC. Tyler and Andy have a Walter White, Jesse Pinkman uh, dynamic. I said, okay, well, I'm assuming you're Jesse Pinkman. You you look like someone that <laughs> might dip into your own supply. So, uh, and and I'm older, so. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of saying uh, bitch all the time, I say the N-word. All right, okay. <laughs> um, main is from, uh, I don't know what this, oh, I don't know what, what these people are talking about. I can't keep up with everything. Um, let me see if I can um, put this here. What's on the docket today? Um, I thought you were bringing everything to the docket. I don't know. <laughs> Coors, racist deluxe beer, drink it or don't. Um, yeah, I, I can't bring it up, but I, I was going to show it was I, I had an orange Land Rover at one point because we were talking about cars. And by the way, I know what kind of car you drive and I know the color. So you don't even have to <laughs> ask. Uh, and it's fine. It's very similar to my car. I don't want to dock to you, though. But I'll just tell you. So this car the officially was called Tambor Flame. OK, so I went to buy it. I just recently divorced. My brother in law is coming with me because he has nothing else to do. And uh, so we go to the dealer and this car was and I've already seen it online. And I'm like, look, it, the price is great. Right. For what this car is, it had like a 10,000 miles. It was, it was brand, someone didn't want it. And so they brought it back because it's a little, the, the color is a little extreme. So, I, and I already knew this is the car. I'm probably going to go get it. So I go out there and the guy's showing us and he's like, look, my wife likes this, but this is horrible. And I'm like, hey, this is a car I'm actually here to, to look at. And he's like, oh, but I mean, it's uh, it's okay. So we checking it out and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to buy this car because it was so much cheaper for what it was probably because of the color. Okay. <laughs> and I had no problems with that. So we're going through, and well, by the way, my brother-in-law, he's just he's just hanging out with me for the day. So he's he's there. And then the guy's like, so is this car gonna be in both of your names? <laughs> he totally <laughs> thought we were a gay couple, I guess. <laughs> so yep. that's uh, and it's Tambor Flame. I mean, why else are you buying this? Uh, and then I was like, no, I'm not uh and, and then anyway, he was making some comments about did you ask your wife about this? I don't know why he's asking. And I'm like, no, I'm divorced. This guy was sticking his foot in his mouth the whole way. Um, but uh you I got a lot of crap about that car, but it was a, it was a great car. Uh, one time I went on a date with this girl. Uh, it was like, a, you know, first date what, type of thing. Met her what at was his bar. name? <laughs> I don't know, but she was she was young and had already been divorced three times. This was a one date situation when I found that out. Anyway, we're walking out of the this bar uh, and my car is flying. The Tambor <laughs> Flame is <laughs> the Tam. Yeah, that's her name. And the car is parked right there in the front. And she goes, she couldn't help it. She goes, "Oh my God, look, <laughs> look at this car. Whoever drives that is is, is like some piece of shit or something." And I, I start laughing because it's my car. <laughs> she's right. You confirmed so anyway, all my suspicions with uh with that vehicle <laughs> choice. <laughs> right. How many um, uh, gay orgies did you have in there? How much? How much? Uh, yeah. Other dudes dirty Mike and the Dirty Mike and the boys spent a few weeks in that thing. <laughs> uh, it was a it was a Land Rover. It was it was sweet. Um, I don't have that car now. Um, you know, when you have kids and and got remarried and whatnot, uh, you start to just not <laughs> question not, your life choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the reason I asked you that is because you can tell a lot about somebody by their vehicle. Okay. And uh, yeah, you confirmed all my <laughs> suspicions right there. Right. That was that was my single days. So I have a I have a different car now. It, it anyway doesn't matter. What what was your determination as to the uh, the car I actually do have now? The car you do have now? I mean, I thought it was no. I mean about me, not about the car. Uh, who, who cares <laughs> about you? I mean, standard 
standard car, normal <laughs> normal person's car. I thought you would have had a different color, possibly. I thought you would have had some uh, gayer color. Orange, tambour flame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thought you might have had some midlife crisis color going on, but no, you're no. very respectable uh, <laughs> vehicle Not choice a, now. Right. Not a minivan of any sort. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's, wh- what do you want to talk about today? I had a few things on the docket. Let me, let me pull this up here. Or should we just, um, I had the document leaker, uh, an update on the Tennessee three. Maybe you can give us some of that info. Uh, Nick Fuentes age of consent. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we can get to that. Uh, Bud light. Uh, the, there was a, a short clip from fee, um, and that, that's really all I had. And then we just, you know, you and I shoot the shit when it's just me. I feel like I need to present everything out and, uh, well, let's start with the gender, start with the gender fluid. Okay. That's, that's what we want to do. Um, start with, uh, Nick Fuentes and his age of consent stuff. Oh, that that Bud Light, Bud Light gender fluid. Oh, that I'm sorry. Bud Light. Okay. But oh, I get it. Gender fluid. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, let's go to my bookmarks, and here we go. Um, let me pull this up. Hang on, this bitch needs to shut up for a second. First of all, what's your what's your whole take on that? Well, actually, why don't we watch this, and then you can uh, you can tell me about your take. Is your your favorite lady? Oh, Toad? Uh, no, <clears throat> get her off the screen. <laughs> huh? So get her Toad off the screen. I- no, Toad and I did a, um, uh, hang on. We got, we got some, uh, Tyler has 16 CRT monitors. He has to check each has an MS Excel spreadsheet. I don't know what that has to do with whatever, but, um, I only have two monitors going on here. They're, they're nice. I don't know. Hey, I, use it. I appreciate you being, uh, organized cause I'm not. So yeah. <laughs> somebody has to carry this show. Right. Otherwise, I mean, otherwise it's like, uh, what is it? Oh, hey, there you go. <laughs> You're getting rid uh, of me. Oth- otherwise, it's like Tower Gang or something, and uh, we don't want that. Okay, you ready for this? Yep. Let it rip. Okay. Bud Light is playing 4D chess. Let me explain. So Bud Light just teamed up with Dylan Mulvaney, a very controversial trans TikToker who has dominated the news recently. Now this has enraged some Bud Light drinkers who I would presume tend to be conservative straight men. But I have a theory as to why Bud Light deliberately pissed off their own customer base. I don't think Bud Light is actually woke. They're just using Dylan Mulvaney and the culture war for free advertising. You see, in the attention economy, the more backlash you direct to a specific person, brand, or thing, the more power it actually has in the news cycle. And that drives sales, unless you decide to actually vote with your dollars. So instead of just rage posting about it on Facebook and Twitter or shooting a bunch of Bud Light cans like, oh, yeah, that's my president. Stop buying it. <laughs> this sends a signal to Bud Light to not try it again. Essentially, go woke, go broke. But okay. Um, does she have any uh, economics behind her uh, at all? I know a, a, any press is good press type of situation, but. Uh, one, I think they've lost like $6 billion in revenue, and then they tried to come out with some sort of, um, you know, half-hearted um, apology. And they said, uh, we didn't we didn't mean to divide. And I'm like, oh, f- obviously you did. That's you're, you're completely stupid. We're not we're not that dumb. 
her her economics though that they are playing first of all 40 chess there you're not playing 40 chess with your stock uh, at all you're not you're it's so it's i love it when they say that about trump too he's playing 40 chess i'm like it's more like 2d hungry hungry hippo okay this guy yeah. is not uh, he's not a step ahead of you at all um what do you think andy i think she probably plays 69d chess with uh transsexuals and that's why she's giving bud light some bail here i mean honestly they're not woke but they're putting trannies on the beer can of like a blue collar uh beer so what's the fucking what's the end game you know what i mean and i've heard some of the stuff about the DEI or whatever, like basically these companies are held hostage by uh, their lenders for the fucking the DEI. And what's the other one? Uh, diversity, equity, equity inclusion. and inclusion. Yeah. And then there's another one, right? The the environmental social governance. ESG. ESG. Yeah. Yeah. I think there may be something to that. But at the end of the day, it's like. They're just alienating their own customer base. I don't see how that's 4D chess. <laughs> uh, and it, you know what? A lot of people have uh, come out and chastised some of these like conservative companies for coming out with their own beer. But uh, you know what? Fuck it. Make I support uh, all the counter economic revolution shit. Not fucking agorism, but if you want to come out with a brand that's anti-woke or not woke and make some money then by all means do it because these companies hate you and they're making money off uh sacrificing your children to moloch so there you go <clears throat> okay minder says marketing and economics is not the same thing no it's not but uh, i would imagine marketing should be um run with economics in mind i mean i would hope that as a good marketer you're trying to you know gain some sort of uh customer, you know, how, you're trying to sell, right? You're trying to get eyeballs. You're trying to do, and I, maybe that's the thing. She's like, Hey, we're just trying to get eyeballs, but you can't get eyeballs to the point where you're going to ruin your company. And I think that's, uh, maybe that's happening. I don't know. Um, we did get a comment over here on rumble. Uh, J the, the J fort says, I mean, if you were trying for a twink joke about Nick, you wouldn't have been far off. I think that was when you said, let's go to the trans fluid. Uh, true. Cause remember he got caught with some tranny stuff and we'll get to, we'll get to Nick. We'll get to Nick. Um, okay. So there's that. Um, oh, he's, he's over here. J forts over here as well. Uh, yeah, let's buy 24. Daily wire. Okay. I, I, so look, and I, I make jokes about the conservative movement jumping into the fray all the time with the newest thing. And, and suddenly now they're going to do chocolate bars. And like, what, if, if it was such a great idea, why didn't you do them before? And I more mock the boomers that yes. jump onto these things than the people putting them out. I, Daily Wire just knows that it's a scam and they're, they're, you, they know you're stupid and they're going to pump you up and you're going to jump on board this. So they're doing it. And uh, so I don't really, I don't know. There's just some weirdness there, but it's a smart play by the uh, shekel commanders over there at daily wire. I mean, yeah. I don't blame them. Get your grip right. on right. I, all these companies hate you. And you know, if daily wire is going to have some kind of counter narrative or whatever, even though I don't really think it's counter, they control that the daily wire is controlled <laughs> by the same people. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, if there's smaller beer companies or whatever, places you want to support then by all means do it but you know these uh multinational corporations like i said they don't have your best interest and they're going to sell you down the river every time so find different outlets whatever you got to do uh agreed 
Um, was there anything more on this one then? Anything else you wanted to say about her? Uh, 40 chess. I mean, <laughs> and look, they, they failed. I, I mean, I think that's what, what the kind of the idea is. What about Kid Rock shooting up the, the beer? He looked a little orange, first of all. But uh, what do you think about him shooting up the beer? Uh, well, on the first thing, women aren't very great chess players and haven't been for a long time, despite whatever. You haven't Netflix watched the Queen's Gambit, have you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, despite whatever Netflix propaganda is out there. Um, Kid Rock shooting up the beer was cool. The MP5, a lot of people were like, he went out and bought this beer. Kid Rock owns a bar here in Nashville. I'm sure he's got cooler stock full of beer that he could just pull out at any time and shoot them if he wanted to. Right. Not so it. Deal. Yeah. So, well, the, the, the I, yes, he, he doesn't care about the profit thing because he's got more money than he needs. So, uh, you know, he's already purchased the beer, right? I, that's what I assume too, that he didn't go out and spend it. He's already purchased it. So if he wants yeah. to destroy it, that's his business. Um, and, and it's really for him, it's fine. If, if I'm going out and doing it, it's maybe even more ridiculous because one, I don't drink bud. So then I'm just really trying to make a TikTok video or something. Yeah. I um, thought it was yeah. cool. Cool. I, mean, I didn't have a problem. Guns. Shooting guns at gay beer. <laughs> right. Daddy, what do you I, say? Granddad's a little pissed up, ticked off right now. Right. Like, I don't know. Kid Rock My, gets a lot of flack, and he's actually done a lot of charity here in town. I know for a couple of Christmases, um, he, you can look this up, the story of him in the hood here, buying out the fucking, everybody's Christmas presents on layaway, which... You know, everybody calls Kid Rock racist and shit. He went to the most ghetto wall. Wait, 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 wait. So you you had gifts on layaway. You're hoping to get them. <laughs> and he goes in and buys them and then keeps them. So you don't even get them? <laughs> no, he bought everybody's gifts on layaway yeah. and paid off their tabs. I mean, Kid Rock is uh, much more philanthropic than he gets credit for. What do you think about this? JC says, Kid Rock has profited off degeneracy his whole life. True. Pamela Anderson. Uh, he's just jumping on the grift train. What is he? What is he grifting though? What is he selling? Uh, that that's that's the thing. I, I don't believe. I mean, JC's a funny guy here or girl. I don't know, um, but I, I don't think he's now. He doesn't have his own Kid Rock beer that's uh, anti woke, right? So he's not Daily Wire in that sense. He's just like making a video to show his disgust, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Kid Rock, you don't. Degeneracy is like pretty subjective term for most people anyway. So yeah. it's not like I, I give a shit, but it's like Kid Rock's not the one targeting children with sexual propaganda. And if he was, he's not still doing it, you know. <laughs> so he's when I yeah, I was sorry to interrupt. I wanted to say this before I forgot because it, it happens at my age, which is when I first saw the video and I saw him shooting the cans and him making this thing, I thought he's going to get, you know, uh, Sarah Palin circling the map, you know, we're targeting. And I thought, oh, my God, he's going to they're going to say he's targeting trans people, wants them dead because he's shooting cans with Dylan's face, essentially type of on them. I haven't seen any outrage like that. Thank God, in a sense. I mean, like once again, I don't really care what's going on with this, but I was worried right, that that was going to happen. Form. It's going to happen. Good at, I'm, I'm, it's going to happen. So, have you seen anything like that? Uh, no, I haven't. But now I expect. <laughs> well, I mean, they've already ramped up the propaganda machine. Uh, Spike Cohen has been on and on it too, calling saying that there's a trans genocide going on, and you know, you make these already mentally unstable people believe that they're about to be and round up and put in camps, which. 
I wish was the case, but it's not it's just simply not happening. We just covered this. Did he pay for those cans? Oh, probably. Um, I, look, uh, maybe it was. Have, have you seen the movie The Jerk with Steve Martin? No, I haven't. But I know. Okay, well, it. it's a great movie, by the way. And there's a scene in there where he he opens up the phone book because he's finally someone now. His phone, his name's in the. Phone. As a matter of fact, I start my show with this. Things are going to start happening to me now. That's what he says. And instant, he's he's uh, works at a gas station, and as soon as he this happens, there's like all these oil cans out there by the uh, the gas pumps. They start exploding, and he's like, "What is going on?" Well, what had happened was um, some guy found that he was in the in the he just randomly opened the phone book and put his finger on there, and he's like, um, "Navin R. Johnson sounds like your typical asshole." So that's who he's going to just go shoot. So he starts shooting at him, and these cans are blowing up, and he's like, "He hates these cans." Um, that's essentially what Kid Rock was. This is a bad snitch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to okay. say that he, uh, Kid Rock, was born a poor young black child, but you took it a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you you do know some of the things. By the way, there's so many great quotes in that movie. It's it's fantastic. Uh, I would uh, suggest you uh, uh, you go check that out. Um, anything else on the the trans stuff? I mean. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. You were on here before and you had had your Coors shirt. And I said, you're such a dumb fuck. Coors is part of InBev because I'd seen one of those charts with everything. Then I actually uh, determined that was a lie. I had (laughs) gone on even a Hapitarian and I think I had said that. And then I was looking closer. So I asked you, I tasked you, Andy. I said, (laughs) find out the truth of this. What is the truth? Well, uh, they're owned by Molson Coors. And as far as I know, I used to have Molson Coors stock back in 2015. Um, I had to sell a bunch of stock and cryptocurrency when I moved down to Texas to get me down there. But yeah, I never knew them as part of InBev. So that's completely but, false misinformation. But they were part of InBev, right? Tyler made this all up. He's trying no, to trash I, my, my racist beer. Yeah. <laughs> so he can drink his gay IPAs. I, I feel better about that because when I see, you know, Coors has like their pride day and, and their cans and stuff, it's good to see that they're not um, solely in the name of InBev tranny stuff with just their LBGT. You've seen those pride cans, right? With Coors? Come on. They're just as gay no, as I haven't. Else. <laughs> okay. I only drink the yellow belly, so. Okay. Um, yeah. So, no. So I, I think they had been part of it and then they sold them off to Molson Coors. So the, anyway, the, but at one point, I think they were tied in there, but not now. We're good to go. Coors so it's just Canadian storied, owned. Coors has a storied racist past and they have my full support. <laughs> you know what though? It's it, you were going through some of that and it was not racist so much as uh, they were very anti-union. So I think they got pushed into um, some of that stuff. Isn't that correct? Well, the trannies and the gays and the minorities were boycotting Coors, but not a lot yeah. of people know about that. So that's pretty interesting stuff if you want to look into it. So the the gays have had their own beer boycott. So if they try to gaslight you on this, being mad about a beer can, just say y'all boycotted Coors in the 70s, fuck off. Right. Uh, by the way, my, my own, uh, you know, I lived out in Denver and uh, Boulder and uh, Golden is right out there. Did bike racing out there and, and lived not too far from it. Uh, sat behind Peter Coors at a, a, a baseball game one time at Rocky uh, Coors Field. Super nice guy. I mean, he was just, he was friendly to everybody around uh, the peons like myself. So that was, uh, that was pretty cool. Um, but you know, Oh, and he did run for, uh, I think I wanted to say governor, I think at the time, Pete Coors, uh, as a Republican. So he was, you know, more right leaning. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm They're, also very Molson. <laughs> yeah, me too. Molson though, Canadian. 
that's that's what you want. That's <laughs> what else? Do, uh, do they own Labat Lablat Blue or whatever? Labat Blue. I don't know much about Molson, uh, but if so it's here's, their, if they supported the trucker protest, and they're all right in my book. You're, you're going to hate what I'm drinking right now. You want me to show you? <laughs> is it more gay men's cum or what? Yeah, exactly. I don't even know that this is gay men's. I, I don't even know if it's a. Um, let's see if I get you. It's it's a it's gluten free or gluten reduced beer. Oh hell! You're about to break out in hives again. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> I don't know. I, I get a reaction and my whole face, this eye just goes weird. So my wife's like, "It's it's your gluten or something." I don't know what it is. It's uh, whatever they're putting in the water in California. Right. Makes you break. <laughs> All okay, right. on to uh, more gay news. What about Nick Fuentes? Uh, Let's go. To, I, I think this was a. Uh, okay, let me try this one. Oh, he's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on. that was a Ukraine flag on the can, wasn't it? Where? <laughs> oh, this can is a Ukraine flag on the. No, can. it's it's not. It's just it's their. I hope not. Now you have to <laughs> look at that. It could be. Um, a, a, omission is Anheuser. Okay, could be. Um, I'm I'm drinking uh, Trenny piss here. I had had this before the whole bullcat came out, though. That's, uh, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Tyler confirmed gay. Tamber flame, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that you know what the sad re reality is. I think I'm going to have to uh, give up um, beer altogether. I think that's just part of my problem. Go to the hard liquor. Yeah, I don't enjoy that. I don't enjoy wine. I don't enjoy hard liquor. So, uh, okay. So let's. This is a minute sixteen clip. Ready. The whole age of consent thing is really a feminist social construct. I'll just put that out there. Because what are we really talking about here? Why are people so upset if somebody is seventeen rather than eighteen? Well, that's because in the state of Florida, the age of consent is eighteen. It just so happens that the age of consent in Illinois is seventeen, and in other states, it's sixteen. And it varies from country to country and state to state. But if the age of consent is 18 in Florida, then it is the worst thing possible that you're, you know, dating somebody that's a year younger, right? End of the world. I will say that, you know, let's think about what's really going on here. Age of consent means the age at which an adult can consent. Do we really believe that you have to be 18 years old in order to consent to sex? Otherwise, it's rape. Are we really supposed to believe that people, adults, grown adults who are past the point of puberty engage in a relationship and that becomes a rape? To me, what I think age of consent is about is really, and I've said this before on the show, but it's not a new take. I think what it's really about is artificially increasing the sexual marketplace value of older women. I think that's really what it's about. Okay, okay. so um, <laughs> I don't know why it was pausing and doing some weird stuff there, right. but the audio it wasn't was on me. Great the whole time. Yeah, the it audio. wasn't on me. It was it was the recording, I think so. Uh, what's your what's your initial take? I have so much to, to say about this. It's uh, it's great. <laughs> this concerning from a man who uh, gets no pussy whatsoever right. and likely never will. Uh, you know, it makes me think he does want someone underage. But, you know, Matt Walsh has made the same argument. And uh, people Thaddeus. like Jack Posobiec have went after uh, our own Wiggerty lockdown. And Thaddeus Russell has made the same argument. So people generally cannot handle the age of consent argument. You know, obviously, I think the age of consent can vary from person to person. <laughs> you know, once you when does each person reach the age of reason? There's a lot of grown adults that can't 
you know, understand uh, hypotheticals like what, how would you have felt if you didn't eat breakfast yesterday? <laughs> but hmm. hey, here we are. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I completely. Um, one, my first thing was like, oh, I, I guess he's he's ready to start dating. This is the way he announces it. He first clears the field by <laughs> saying where he's going for. I got that vibe uh, too. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know what? I, I need to start dating. And of course, I'm going to be dating some underage girls or boys. It's just going to happen. I mean, that's that's what it is. Um, <clears throat> two, this is the kind of thing that I, I, you know, once again, I'm going through the Tom Woods thing. So I've heard every episode I can imagine <laughs> on that. And he talks about the Nick Sarwak. By the way, we could talk about, uh, I should pull that video up. I'm going to pull that video up. Um, uh, we should talk. Uh, so he talks about Nick Sarwak coming out and wanting him to sign the form that he's not a Nazi. Right. And, mm -hmm. um, and Tom Woods thing is, he's like, this is so obvious about everything I do. I'm not signing a form saying I'm not a Nazi. You start signing a form saying you're not everything, right? I mean, at what point? He's like, I don't even need to make this conversation. I feel that with this, okay? Because Nick Fuentes is talking about the uh, Romeo and Juliet, 17, 18. I'm not even making those conversations. You're right. There's all states are different, blah, 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 blah. I, and, and by the way, I could probably make that argument with uh, a 19 and 17, you know, and, and not really have... Anybody come out to me or have problems unless it's those losertarians going after Tom Woods. That's a little bit different ages too, right? Yeah. With that in mind, that's not why he's talking about this. Yeah. He's talking about this and bringing it up. Otherwise, you just don't talk about it. His real reason for doing this is to normalize that. It's not even the women thing. He's so stupid. He doesn't get it. Uh, the 40-year-old woman doesn't think she's more attractive because you're you're starting the age of consent at 18 rather than 16. That's insane. This is a guy, he's a twink, as, as Jay Fort said. This is about Ollie. This is about his buddy banging young boys, and now he's got to try to come out and make it, it okay. He's a... He's a creep. He's disgusting. And um, why are you fucking wearing a suit all the time in your own homemade studio? Stop it. <laughs> yeah. uh, man, I, I enjoy seeing this, though, watching all these people implode. Uh, yeah, they're they're grifting off of uh, Pat Buchanan's legacy. The America first paleo conservative oh. Oh. Uh, name. You know, and they're targeting young children with this. So if it was, you know, if I was king. Fuentes and his ilk and Milo and Ali would all be charged with contributing to the homosexuality of minors. <laughs> it's plain and simple. Yeah. What do you think about you the Ali thing? Uh, I mean, it's pretty damning, but what do you expect from these people? Like he's brown, part Somalian. Uh, <laughs> that's part of his culture, right? I, I don't know. Next, I, he just, uh, he looks like Sammy Davis Jr. on a, some sort of weird tooth bender. Uh, and I don't know, really, uh, he's, he, he grossed me out the first time I saw him jumping on the mic, uh, with Alex Jones and Kanye. And I'm like, why is this guy? And anyway, he's evidently Fuentes, he's banging young boys. Fuentes wasn't trying to make the Romeo and Juliet argument either. Right. You know, it sounded like he wants 35 year old men to be hanging out with 13 year old chicks is what it yeah. sounds like. Uh, answer this uh, question from Minder. Who's Ali? Ali Alexander. He's been on Infowars a bunch. He was connected with Fuentes. Uh, he looks like Sammy Davis Jr. He uh, has. He was involved in a bunch of QAnon shit. He was at January 6th. He acts, uh, he's kind of a pseudo-intellectual pseudo person that 
acts like he knows more than he does. He's come out to be like religious Christian. It's all, and it's very uh, opaque. You can see right through these people. And, and this kind of came out because I guess there were, I think Milo actually dropped it. Uh, he had had texts between he and Fuentes telling Nick, he, Hey, you got to watch out this, this uh, Ollie guy. He, I have stories and I'm going to hold it off because you need to do something or separate yourself from him because he's uh he's a grift he's grifting his Christian stuff to try to be okay, but he's been hanging around grooming like 13 year old boys. And I have a bunch of proof about this. And Nick would always go like, Oh, that sounds bad. I didn't know. And then the next, Hey, you're not doing anything about it. Well, it still sounds bad. Oh, I didn't know. And so anyway, sounds gay. Yes, it is. Um, speaking of which, what a else you got? These, on uh, well, a lot of these groupers turn out to be fucking, Fem boys or cat boys or whatever, and fucking <laughs> just trannies or gay wads all together. And I wonder how long they can keep it up. You know, they pre yeah. they pretend yeah. like they're uh, the, gonna save America, <laughs> and then they all turn out to be gay. So right, Ollie and Milo have to be fed plants. C could very well be, uh, but you know what? Sometimes the feds do some things right, like uh, um, show us that Ollie's touching boys. I don't know. That's <laughs> It's going to be it. Uh, let's go to this. This is Justin O'Donnell uh, was outside this drag show because I guess some uh, yesterday. At least that's what he claims. Uh, and he was there filming because he was he said that uh, all these proud boys were going to be making a stink and violence. He, he actually ended up saying that um, it wasn't the proud boys that were violent. But this is interesting. He's filming this. Can you hear that? OK. And that kid's going to win a prize. So this is a, a book show, drag sh queen story hour is going on inside. Oh, look who's showing up. <laughs> Nick. There you go. I don't know if you heard that part. He said, thank, he you for ha thank you for having us. Uh, um, of course. Uh, Sarwark. Uh, do you think Sar Sarwark is like his wife is a beard and the, they got some in vitro thing going on i i don't know uh what was interesting about justin let's see here um oh so this is i guess inside this is <laughs> nick took this <laughs> this picture uh what what are you doing on a saturday taking your kids to a, a drag show what was justin o'donnell's justification for being there he was there to protect the drag uh, queens or <laughs> i think he would it's <laughs> your security was, uh, for Right. He, was, <laughs> he was hoping to to sh to be able to drag himself, I think, and he, he was just waiting, but they didn't get call his name. No, he said he was kind of there to report on evidently Proud Boys were going to make a stink. And so he was there kind of to, to film that kind of stuff. And, and then this happened. It's just like, oh, shit. Uh, um, so he says, Sarwick posted a picture at the drag show with kids bragging about it. He's as cucked as they come. LOL doesn't come. Uh, Courtney Turner and Rachel Wilson did a podcast on the American First Movement. I don't know who either one of those are. I don't know. Um, I don't listen to women. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, dry clean story hour, as Pete calls it. I, I don't need. You know, look, love Pete, um, but we don't need to have nicknames for everything, right? I mean, that's uh, it. Just doesn't need to. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what to call it except for fucking. Faggot, <laughs> faggot grooming children out. <laughs> right. So there's there's that one. Off YouTube. I'm getting um, <laughs> Yeah. 
Um, we've had some trouble on YouTube uh, recently. So once again, go over, check us out on Rumble. Someday StreamYard will integrate. Maybe I'll start having to use OBS. You used OBS before, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you good with it? Uh, not particularly. There's a lot of fucking settings on there <laughs> yeah. that I don't understand. But it seems pretty cool. You can do some good overlays and, and do a lot more with it than I think StreamYard allows you to. But StreamYard is simple and easy. Uh, yeah, it's it's super easy. I, I had used OBS. I, I learned it really good at one point. And then StreamYard came along and I was like, oh, this is easier. Um, and then I was going to try to use it again because like locals, the only really way to to stream to locals is to to use OBS. So I'm like, maybe I'll start doing that. And then I was just like, it's going to spend days relearning all this stuff and setting my sequences up. And once you have it down, it's it's pretty slick. But I think it'd yeah. be better if uh, you had a producer. Anyway, if we had that, we'd be able to throw in comments from Rumble in there. But no one's over there anyway. So that's it. I mean, so comments. this uh, drag queen story hour happened in New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, oh, does we did New get one. Does New Go Hampshire ahead. have in, uh, any legislation trying to ban these types of things or is this just standard new hampshire homosexuality probably standard i don't know <laughs> i don't know what you want to talk about that um you, so uh a few things let's go to tennessee real quick give us the tennessee update uh your governor is instituting red fag laws flag laws that's sorry what, that's what the libertarian party of tennessee is saying but i've read the executive order it seems like much to do about nothing uh he ordered an assessment from TBI of how they can streamline the are the background checks that are already exist. Okay. And it seems like he's trying to throw a concession bone to people to make it seem like he's doing something, but it's not going to, you know, even if something was to come up, it wouldn't pass anyways. So, so do you, is there anything like that uh, that you have in your state right now? <clears throat> I mean, there's already the standard background checks, but, Every state has has to have those. There's no state where you can go to a store and buy a firearm without a background check. Right. No. No. So so here in California, <clears throat> there's several mechanisms for uh, getting your guns taken away ASAP. One of them is, hey, you follow domestic violence restraining order, or if there's a civil restraining order or a criminal restraining order, they'll they'll take your guns. You have to turn them into an FFL right away, uh, pending a hearing. So that's one way. Hey, you got a spouse that has something. Get their guns taken away. We also have a gun um, re restraining order, and uh, I've looked through on that, and it can you can basically make a claim to the judge, just like a domestic violence restraining order, that you want that they're dangerous. They've made some sort of accusations. It can be a coworker. So, I mean, it's very broad. So I'm on a chat board, maybe even with someone, right? I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, it's a it's it's very easy to to have done, and then you've got to you know. The presumption is you're guilty until you prove to me otherwise. Um, it's pretty pretty tragic, but um, they don't have anything like like that then. Well, they probably have domestic violence restraining orders, and I think under the 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 act that they have that's nationwide, it probably is to turn in your guns immediately if they the judge uh, grants the temporary. Yeah, there's probably something like that. Um, obviously, Tennessee's uh, now a constitutional carry state, definitely more lax gun laws than California. Um, I'm assuming you have to prove your guns innocent. It's kind of like civil asset forfeiture over yeah. there. Yeah. That's a bummer. Um, any, any updates on uh, the, the Tennessee three? Why, by the way, I, I would be curious to, to see if either one of those grifting guys uh, can name all six people that got shot in that school shooting. Yeah. I mean, they've just been continuing the tap dancing and, 
you know, kudos to the Democrat Party for making celebrities out of them overnight. You know, no one even cares about the tranny terrorists that shot up the school anymore. They're, oh, we got to play the white guilt liberal card and support support these uh, members of color in the Tennessee State House. And, you know, Tennessee, they should have really uh, gone all the way and just flexed their muscle on and expelled all three of them. Um, they're going to have to go to a they were reinstated by their city count, respective city councils, Memphis yep. and Nashville. Um, I know for Justin Jones, it was unanimous. I called my council person like, Hey, this is bullshit, but it's a city and I'm half tempted to like want to run for a city council with a D next to my name, just to sabotage things a little bit because there, I mean, there's no Dunce. representation. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dummy, big old dummy. Uh, yeah, I mean, for people like me, there's no representation in the city, and they're talking about, oh, no taxation without representation. Like, these people love taxes anyways and hate I know. Rep representation by anyone that's not a uber-progressive. So uh, it's all I, yeah, backwards. And, you know, I, I watched the uh, deliberation of, you know, expelling all three of those. You know, I, you, I think you and I were kind of talking about it at the time. And I thought – Someone was reasoned in there, right? They were they were actually convinced that these two guys were more egregious than the female cow. I mean, she is a big cow um, that, because she came up there and she had reason. You know, people spoke out. She didn't have the bullhorn. She wasn't yelling. Da, 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 she was standing with it. I get it. Okay, so maybe we're not. But then, you know, you do the right thing in a sense of not. Okay, she wasn't as egregious. We can take that. But now we're going to be called white, racist. Yeah, she's the white face of black supremacy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she looks like uh, the trash heap from Fraggle Rock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, th I, I see those guys, and I know there's the code switching that the one guy's been doing, uh, you know, with the Afro now. And you, you look back and you're like, oh, you, you are Carlton on, uh, on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and suddenly now you're, uh, you know, Cornell West. I don't know who <laughs> you are. It's crazy shit. Yeah, uh, Tim Pool's kind of been giving him some bail, too, which I thought was weird. He's like, oh, maybe he was just radicalized. It's like, no, this is obviously a put-on. He knows what people are going to eat up. They're buying it. Hand oh, yeah. Fist. They're, they're, <laughs> the white, they're so stupid, yeah. The white liberals are, you know, eating it up. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know how uh, – I've been really trying to rally against the, the Tennessee holler or whatever. They claim to be some independent yeah. journalist shit. Obviously, they're not – um, they're just another progressive outlet here locally. Um, I forget where I was going with that, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, the whole shit is a big sham. And like I said, congrats to the Democrat party. They've been fundraising off of it and, you know, galvanizing their base about it. And suddenly the mentally ill gender fluid terrorists, who killed a bunch of white Christian kids at school. No one even knows or cares about anymore. <laughs> and it's on to the next right. shooting. And, you know, all you have to, all you have to do is, you know, send in a tranny to kill some kids and, and uh, you'll get your agenda across, I guess. Crazy too. Cause then, then the, the banker there in um, Kentucky, uh, yeah. he goes in there and, and, and he wasn't fired. I had read that they said initially that was the case, but no, he wasn't. Um, it actually was from one of the the CEO or something that got shot in the back and then hit on the floor and you know didn't die anyway. Uh, th that one's kind of been over and done because whoops he uh, had a lot of concussions. He wore a helmet playing basketball. He was kind of this uh, athlete 
and then he really hated Trump. So you can, you got to just kind of whoops, got to push him out of the spotlight, which is also weird because of the the transsexual one. Um, you know, this person comes in, it's kind of like, okay, you've got mental health written in your bio and yeah. why, you know, and, 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 but they kept this one alive for some reason. Yeah. The Louisville shooter also had their pronouns listed, which yeah. they grubbed. Although I saw someone said that was a fake someone. I don't know if the fake was a fake, but they they were in there and then they weren't, I don't know. So anyway, just throwing that out. Yeah. Uh, but either way, you know, you could, it's, it seems like a total psyop, right? Like you could just send somebody in who wants gun control that totally aligns with all the leftists on everything and have them commit some act of terrorism and all these idiots will buy it. <laughs> Makes me a little bit disappointed, but also like I was proud here in Tennessee that at least they did flex a little muscle on these losers, but you know, and until you extinguish the flame completely, they're just going to keep coming back. Yeah, yep, yeah, I, I agree. So, uh, anything new happening with that on that front that right now? Uh, not that I know of, unless you got something dug up here. No, I just was wondering if since you live there, uh, give us some some updates, and not, not then it's fine. They're back okay. and they're they're doing their dog and pony show in the state house, and <clears throat> they'll have to run for a special election, and we'll see how mm -hmm. it goes. I'm sure they'll win again because they, Memphis and Nashville are both pretty progressive cities. It'd yeah. be nice if somebody ran against them. I would debate Brother Jones, not even as a candidate. I would debate Justin Jones on gun control any day of the week. Uh, yeah, I, they're not smart. <clears throat> I mean, no. uh, you know, and their excuses for uh, it, it's so patently ridiculous. I, I mean, this whole democracy thing, you know, our, our democracy is being undermined. And like you're you're having a blowhorn on the, the floor out there where you've been elected to do and then you get kicked out. And uh, I do disagree with, I, I get what Ziegler was saying. I don't know if you saw his answer. He's basically like, optics aren't good. You, you kick out the two black guys and not the white woman. He goes, I, I didn't really see much. So I, I don't know. He, sometimes he'll pipe in on some things that he maybe wasn't. But he's just looking at the optics, which I get. But I'm beyond that. I'm, I'm now to the point of, Let's fire away. Let's uh, let's let's prosecute one side. Fine. Let's let's have it till the mutually assured destruction is to the point where you both are are holding out. Yes, I could say that because the right will never do it. Tennessee was the only one you saw, and they were justified in doing it. They're the only ones that are seem to be um, doing anything like this. Yeah, the optics sucked, and it definitely galvanized their base. But I don't care anymore. Fuck, damn optics! <laughs> like, get these people out of here. And if you have a supermajority, use it. You know, the Democrats, if they had a supermajority, would not hesitate to expel every single uh, writ, you know, GOP or even libertarian for that instance, unless, you know, it's a Sarwark libertarian or there was there is one elected libertarian here in Clarksville. What's her name? Rachel or something or other. But her only accomplishments are like deregulating palm readers or something like that. So they, she'd probably get some favor with the with the left in the Tennessee state house. But other than that, yeah. by the way, I just thought I'd throw this out. Um, loads of honeys here. Thank you. He said finally caught a stream. Um, so uh, we have a members page over at an uh, odyssey. I don't stream live there anymore because it kind of takes some bandwidth and rumble seems to be kind of a good, I don't know if rumble is going to have a, a membership page or not, but we're doing some members things. We've done a few of them already. And then I've recorded uh, at least four, episodes of my tom woods week and i'm getting almost all this clips ready to, to finish it off so what i've been doing is i'm releasing those to the members so the members over there are actually being able to see two days already of tom woods 
So, I mean, if you want to be over there and, and, and we got to give them something, right, Andy, for, for what they're doing. But mostly we're just putting the hate watch stuff behind the paywall. Um, the, the Hannah Cox one, do you think we should ever release that to the public? Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, it's, it's time to release it to the public and time to schedule a new hate watch. That's true. And by the way, Jay Ford is right. The membership thing on Rumble is locals. Uh, we do have a, a member or two over there. Uh, so I do. It's just not as stream. Uh, it's just not as great. Uh, locals, the way it integrates. I wish I post something up on Rumble and it would just float over to there. And then if I want to post it up as a member thing, they only give me so much bandwidth I can do on a, on a monthly basis. So it kind of is a shitty thing. So we're, we're, locals, we're working. Uh, Dave Rubin's thing or who owns local? Yes. But yeah, cause it got bad out by rumble. So yeah, it's, it's Dave Rubin's thing. But gotcha. anyway, we've got a bunch of different things. Uh, you doing okay with the headphones over there? What's uh, what's going on? Got a little. Uh, I'm just check, checking my goop over here. The goop oh, how is, is how is, <laughs> give us a goop date. <laughs> well, it, I haven't gooped out in a while, so that's good. But I have had some uh, some weird pain in my ear earlobe. For those of you who don't know, I've got a goopy ass cyst in my earlobe <laughs> that comes and goes until I get it removed. Yeah, that's that's completely true. So I started out the show and then I didn't finish it, and I don't think maybe I'll do a separate one on it. Which is uh, Lee of uh, Inblock Pre Press. Um, you know, Lee. Um, I don't know his full name, but. Um, our, our buddy from uh, not a podcast he wrote a really good uh, breakdown of the thug shaker central the discord with the the to share the leaker uh what do you know about that and and i don't know what do you know about the leaker situation or what have you been any of your takeaway besides brad palumbo's gay <laughs> brad palumbo definitely homosexual <laughs> uh i don't know much about it other than what i've seen kind of on the periphery you know josh eichel has also piped in and said yeah. uh, some pretty gay things about Oh, we like these whistleblowers, but not those whistleblowers. And uh, if I had to guess, this dude, you know, he seems like a military guy. Posted it in the what a Minecraft Discord server, a Roblox Discord server, something like, that. yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe he was Pong. just trying to, Pong. yeah. I don't know. Maybe he was just fish, you know, shopping it around. Kind of like, what should I do with this information, guys? This is pretty damning. Showing it to his friends, like, how would I even go about doing this? And they're like, well, what information you got? You know, I don't know. I don't know much about it. That's just my so, best guess at it. But I think, you know, he sh any government information that comes out is fine with me and it should be protected. But obviously the government's not going to protect sensitive information uh, coming out. They they'll prosecute you to the fullest extent. Uh, completely. Uh, and, and I've got a lot of uh, different uh, takes on this. Let me see. Let's play this clip here. Hang on. Okay. Let me. Bring it up. This is uh, Judge Napolitano. I don't know who this guy is that he has on it. It looks like uh, Fidel Castro's uh, white brother, but um, let's uh, take it away. Coordinated media strategy. This is a disinformation campaign. The documents are real. I'm not saying that the documents are fabrications. They are not. But this cover story that's been manufactured to explain how these documents came to be produced, it just falls apart. The most simply falls apart based upon one document in that mix, which is listed as CIA Operations Center report, top secret. I worked in the CIA Operations Center. I helped prepare those reports. That's an internal CIA document. No one on a U.S. military base anywhere in the world will have access to that kind of document for starters. And is this CIA feeding garbage to their friends in the American and British media? Put it above the CIA. This is elements connected to the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. 
because that's the one place where you can bring together CIA, FBI, NSA, DIA, all the key elements. They are the one place in the U.S. government where you can assemble all this material. And the way this thing was so neatly packaged up, you know, until I saw that CIA document, I was inclined to believe that this was simply the act of a whistleblower wanting to flag the problems about the public discrepancy between what Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, and Mark Milley, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the lies they were telling in public, as opposed to the actual reality of what they were being briefed on uh, in secret, top secret briefings every day. This information was leaked with a variety of purposes to prepare the U.S. public for the crash landing that's going to take place with respect to U.S. foreign policy, the crash landing in Ukraine, the crash landing in China. There's no way that some National Guardsman who's doing TDY at Fort Bragg would have access to that. And, and I'm, I'm not basing that upon what happened to me 40 years ago. For 23 years, up until about three years ago, I worked in these skiffs. And I still have friends that do who are retired CIA and retired NSA and, and retired FBI. And I talked to them and they're still seeing the material. None of them, none of them have seen anything like this, particularly that CIA operations center document or the FISA document. They have complete access to the high side, the, the top secret side. They have special access program staff clearances. So that's why I say this thing is too tidy a package. This has been wrapped up nice and neatly. This is like an episode of Law and Order. Okay. Speaking of tidy packages, uh, Andy, what do you have? <laughs> uh, that was, I think that's interesting. One, um, I don't know if that guy realizes his internet, is his internet bad because he's still being spied on? Maybe they're, <laughs> they're still tapping into his lines. Cause that was, that was horrible. But what'd you think of, uh, that, that little, uh, nugget? Well, uh, judge Knapp has great hair. Shout out to judge yeah. Knapp. Uh, <laughs> this, so it kind of makes it seem like this, this leaker or whistleblower might be a fall guy or patsy of some type. Um, you know, I don't know what they'll use this for. Um, but something nefarious, obviously, uh, military intelligence is kind of an oxymoron. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there is something to what he was saying there about, you know, selectively leaking it on purpose. Yeah. Uh, so the, about the age thing and, and he does like uh, uh, someone asked here, doesn't he, didn't he work at the, the in the Air Force Reserves or the, the one of the Navy Reserves or some whatever the reserves were national Air National Guard, maybe. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll get to it. Um, yes, he was. Um, so, you know, there's always that. But here's I thought we'd go to Lee's thing here because he makes it. How could this happen? Well, this week, many folks asked, why does a 21 year old have TS clearance and access to secretive materials? Well, that's actually pretty simple. The military is full of young people. That's who fights our wars, even the secret parts. It's not uncommon for American service members in their 20s to be granted sensitive clearances. Reality Winner was 26 when she was charged for her leaks to the Intercept. Bradley Manning uh, had just turned 24 when he burned the Iraq war logs onto a CD. -R. Remember those? Yeah. Remember those good old days? Okay. Yeah, I like that he used uh, Bradley Manning there, too. Right. right. Uh, anyway, so then you talk about PowerPoint. Um, I, Lee's these, these thing is uh, pretty good. He does a breakdown of, of whether this is treason or espionage, gives the, uh, the analysis of what, what each one is, is specific about, uh, you know, because there's some several people on MSNBC and such saying this person should be just, you know, burned. Um, he says it's not treason. It's not espionage. You know, what's interesting to me is when you see uh, kind of what you've talked about, like, Brad Palumbo. Oh, this isn't uh, Snowden. Snowden did this for valent reasons. And Urkel or Ekel or whatever says something similar. And 
okay, there's, there's certain kinds of uh, crimes out there. There's uh, intent crimes, right? Where you have to have what's called the mens rea. You have to have the actual intent to do something. And remember um, Hillary Clinton and her, all her files that she had had in her secret um, things. I guess the, the way that that law was written, you had to, you didn't have to have intent. It's more like strict liability, which is, it doesn't matter if you meant to do it or not, it happened. And therefore, um, you know, it would be uh, cycling as an example, uh, performance enhancing drugs. They don't care that you have something in your body, uh, you know, drugs that you shouldn't have when you get tested. It's does. I didn't mean to, I took a supplement that it, who fucking cares, strict yeah. liability. It's in there. Da, da. That's kind of what they're saying. Yeah. So, with that in mind, does it matter? And this is what's so stupid about Brad and the other guy. Okay, what if it comes out that Snowden, why did he release that? Because he heard that loser uh, on the NSA on, in Congress testifying that he that they did not spy on Americans. And he's like, bullshit, here's the proof. Okay, what if he was just spilling this in a, in a Discord server and he heard this and then people found it? I mean, does it matter? what the intent is on this case what's what's kind of your point or your thoughts well from like a strict libertarian sense there's no actual rights violation by just releasing information yeah. so i mean it doesn't matter who or where it comes from it's just simply information uh and if you know if it gets out then the onus is on the people who didn't want to get getting out right that's on the government so you know either they're to blame for letting it out or they did it intentionally for, you know, ulterior motive reasons. So I don't think there's but, any actual, like as a, from a strict libertarian legal perspective, like legal theory perspective, there's no actual rights violation for me. So I don't, I don't care. <laughs> but, but does it make a difference? So this guy is trying to show off to his buddies in a discord, these 13 year olds, <laughs> which, you know, let, let, to be honest, that's why maybe anyway. Uh, no, there's or, no difference to me in my mind. No. Okay. Yeah. Cause it should be, I mean, I, I, I tweeted out, you know, Glenn Beck, I'm like, how does he get it? And these others don't, because he's like, this is all distraction. What's in the documents. Why are we fighting a war? You know, like the, the lies that's being you know portrayed to the Americans. Um, you know, this is the kind of thing, uh, Walter Cronkite back in, you know, Vietnam comes out with a report that, you know, things aren't going the way we think they are. And everyone sees that as such a brilliant, um, you know, discovery by the media, uh, and may, and that's kind of the same thing here that's happening with Russia and Ukraine, at least according to the documents. So I don't know, but we're not interested because, you know, pretty boy in, in gym shorts got picked up by the FBI or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, he should, uh, change his gender and he'll, he'll get out. He'll have everybody in America fighting for him. Then. <laughs> right. I, I did tweet that and, um, you know, let Brad know it was, uh, what was the Manning? What was the, uh, her, her, the, her name? Cause she, uh, she, Chelsea, Chelsea. That's why they tell, tell Brad it's Chelsea Manning. He'll change his tune. Um, yep. he doesn't respond, but, uh, you know what? Uh, next hate watch. Um, I've got a few ideas in mind. Uh, you need to come up with some of those as well. Um, why, I don't know why it's always taken on women. Let's take on some men or, or some womenly men. Um, <laughs> or some, <laughs> you mean Yankees? Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever. I don't really care. Uh, anything else, uh, you had in mind today? No, no, I'm good. I don't have anything else. Uh, Grizzlies and six still. Fuck the okay. Lakers. <laughs> Tell me about the game. So I didn't really watch it. I I tuned in real quick. I sent you a text. You didn't really care, uh, which was I I tuned into the game for like five minutes and I saw more traveling that weren't called than 
points scored. And I'm like, this, this is a piece of shit. I, I can't handle this sport. I, I used to love basketball. And it's just, you know, a guy comes around to pick, guy's moving, they don't call that. He hands in the ball, he takes like five steps, then he, he somehow jukes the guy. Well, yeah, because you're not, you're running with the ball. It's unbelievable. And I know this has always been the case, always has been the case. But um, yeah. anyway. I'm not a huge football fan, but I'm a Tennessee sports enjoyer. So all my <laughs> okay. teams are cursed. <laughs> right. So, uh, I, it was a good game. Lakers played a good game. There, to me, in my opinion, there was a lot of fucking phantom loose ball fouls that went, you know, in the Lakers' favor. Whatever, good game. They got a good white man on their team. Reeves played a good game, and uh, Rui shot lights out. LeBron actually didn't play that great of a game. He, yeah. You know, turned the ball over pretty sloppily a few times, and he had a couple of little highlights here and there, but shot miserably from three for the first half. And <clears throat> Grizzly stayed in it till you know about three minutes left in the fourth quarter, and then they just fell apart. But you know, it's what I've come to expect as a Tennessee sports fan. <laughs> right. So I uh, last night uh, hanging out with my wife, and uh, I, I look at my scores on the NBA, and I go, "Oh, the, the Sacramento Kings, they won. They beat Golden State Warriors." And she goes wait, what, why are you caring? And and she goes, oh, you like the Kings now? My sister's been going crazy about that. And I'm like, no, no, no. My point is, I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm not a Kings fan. I've never have been. Just because I live here and they finally make the playoffs doesn't mean I'm going to bandwagon this stuff, right? I'm solid on the teams I like. I, I, I've been a Laker fan all my life and I don't care about them anymore. But if I cared about any team, it would still be them. I mean, this is the way it is, Andy. What do you, you think just, about? Are you rooting against Golden State, and that's why you're happy for the Kings? I was just like, oh, they won. That's just I, kind of surprised yeah. that they beat Golden State. Yes. <laughs> then I did say to her, I said, you know what, though? I don't care that about Golden State. I mean, about the Kings. Golden State Warriors are one of the most woke teams that do deserve to go down in flames, and this would actually make me somewhat happy. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. You were the Biden, Biden voter. Of the- <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What, what do you mean by that? Well, people... Uh, didn't really like Biden. They were voting against Trump, right? So oh, well, I'm, I we do that with sports all the time. Sometimes I see two teams. Yeah. And it's like it's just a visceral reaction of I can't stand this. Matter of fact, if the other team wins, I'm going to be more upset at their fucking fans. So I want them to lose so that their fans feel just. And maybe that is the Biden, <laughs> the Trump yeah. thing. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's okay. the narrative. It's 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 all uh psychological but i feel the same way about uh i mean i liked the spurs team when i was a kid but now i just hate cannot stand greg popovich so i hope he goes the way of the wind but they'll never get rid of him they'll have to fucking croak for right he's won too many championships with him but i guess my thing is it's like loyalty as well right i mean i i grew up with these teams it's certain ones just because i moved to a different place and they happen to be do, doing well it'd be like oh you know what i live in california the democrats win i guess i'm a democrat I mean, it's just, you don't do those kind of things. And people that do, they, they make me feel, you know, creepy. I mean, sle- yeah. They're like sleazy. I don't know. Yeah, they are. They're not men to me. <laughs> like, I lived in Texas for four years. I would still pick, if the Grizzlies were playing against the Spurs, I'd be rooting for the Grizzlies. You know what I mean? I might root for yeah. the Spurs against other teams, but I'm still not going to root for them over my team. Right. Okay. A few things here, Andy. Uh, grass toucher. Where does that come from? Explain it to well, me. Isn't that what people say? Uh, touch grass or whatever. Okay, but you're 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 using it, so you must understand what it means. Does it mean you you uh, touch uh, you're naked out with kids in the grass? I don't know what what is it. 
Why are you putting it on your screen if you don't know what <laughs> Look, it means? It's better off alone and isolated indoors. Don't go out and touch grass. You'll be punished every time. <laughs> is that is that what it is? Basically, get outside, do something real for once instead of uh, you know playing uh, Roblox on on your yeah, daughter's so tablet. <laughs> Play leak documents in your Discord server. Okay. Uh, <laughs> says uh, mingle with nature instead of using technology. Uh, Mother Nature is a bitch. That sounds good. Um, <laughs> Um, okay. That's one second thing. Maybe we should set a time. We just always do this, right? That would probably be the best idea for all of us. We can plan around it. Our fans could plan around it. Fans. No, trust me, Andy, there's, if I, I, I figured this out on Friday, I like, I was in court and I got done. It was doing it right here. I had just appear real quick. So I took off my jacket uh, stud pants on. And I'm like, I'm just going to do a quick show. It hadn't had any thoughts in mind. And it was, eh, it showed that I didn't do any uh, prep. And and when I do prep, all I really have to do is topics and then I can go and I could, I could ramble by myself, no problem, but it's not as good. So when you're here, things are much better. It's a good conversation, <laughs> whatever. So um, let's, let's figure this out. Okay. We got to have our cook schedule, right? <laughs> thanks For, uh, uh Spud. yeah we got so fridays walter so, right <laughs> <laughs> um okay we, we've got maybe this is a look up zero eyes hosting on twitter caramelize the, the phobe said that on the on on um rumble because you can put it zero eyes hosting on twitter i don't know what that's for but um, okay discord alternative okay there he goes Okay. That now people know. I don't know if this is gonna get you in hot water. Uh, it's phobes, you mangaloid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's the. Uh, I need to have these going over here, Andy. So, what what is your best time? I know you're. By the way, how's how's Emma doing? Then we'll we'll head out of here. She's doing good. She's downstairs playing Roblox right now with her friend on Facetime. Her, her uh, best tell her to touch grass. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've been touching grass. A friend of mine was in town from. Uh, she's actually in college right now in Iowa, but she's from here. Um, went and visited her and a, a couple others. And we grilled out last night and stuff. Um, but she was living in Italy for a while and I haven't seen her in years. So it was nice to see. It's still, I'm still catching up with old friends. I haven't seen, I know I got here in December, so it's been a few months, but you know, I'm in my thirties, everybody's busy and <clears throat> yeah. I'm not on any timetable, any rush to see anybody, but if it's cool, to see him when I can. So we've kind of been doing that. And uh, we helped my cousin move her furniture yesterday. She's got Huntington's disease. I don't think she's going to huh. make it much longer. She was in an assisted living uh, apartment and moved. I helped her move a bunch of furniture back to my aunt and uncle. So Emma helped out with that. And yeah, we've been, we've been touching grass and getting punished for it. <laughs> That's good. Uh, anything else going on with you uh, that we need to know or care about or that you want to disclose, uh, you know, kind of, <laughs> what kind of car you drive? <laughs> I drive a, uh, Tambor flame Range Rover. <laughs> Damn that thing. It was sweet. It was a sweet car, but, uh, got rid of that thing. Anyway, um, uh, what else? Going on. Uh, right. like possibly going to be delivering pipe here soon new gig i don't know if i'll change my twitter handle i've thought about it contemplated it pipe deliverer does have a good ring to it <laughs> pipe man pipe yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i don't know we'll see where it goes what happens i don't know okay 
Well, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to you getting a job. That'd be good. Uh, might make this more difficult or better. I don't know if you, if you, if your days are filled with sometimes the more you're busy, you have to plan things out and maybe that'll work out for us. Uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a few things we have going on once, once again, I'm still, still working on the Tom Woods thing. That's going to be great. Um, I, there's a few other people that I want to bring on the show. Uh, one of them, and I'm just going to say it out loud is Alan Mosley. Um, he's got, uh, up all night or something like that in his podcast and does a show. He like Nick, I don't need to tie these in, but he wears a jacket as well. I just saw a, a, a podcast with him and he, he also works with the uh, 10th amendment center. So, uh, he's a pretty funny guy. Yeah. He's there in, uh, out in your area. So I thought it'd be fun for the three of us to chat. I haven't even talked to him or, or sent him a message. So we'll work on that. Um, but, um, yeah. So anyway. yeah, he'd be a good get for a uh, kill pod, which we need yeah. to schedule the next one of those. Um, I'm right. hoping to go out. I haven't interacted with him too much, but I'm hoping to go out and check out his event. It's coming up. Yeah, at the you end should of this month or next month. Um, I don't know. I, I just I need to look more it. into that. Uh, I'm also going to the uh, Mises Cuckus thing here where they're going to have uh, Jeff Dice speaking and a few others. So looking forward to doing that at the end of the month. And so okay. if you're out there and you want to uh, fight me or fuck me or both, uh, just holler. <laughs> ma- imagine it's both at the same time. Um, That's my favorite. Phobe says over on Twitter, uh, on uh, Rumble about the uh, Zero Eyes hosting. He says, uh, for anyone wondering, it's a play on words. Five Eyes is the spine apparatus of Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the UK, and US. Uh, it's too late. Uh, says Magoo. That's what uh, with Alan Mosley. Thank you. Magoo. Yeah. Well, it makes sense for him to wear a suit on his show as well because it's more of like a late night talk show, variety show, like Johnny Carson type deal. There's no need. No, just... <laughs> I I don't really care. These guys are. Good. He's got he's got like a whole production studio though, right? Like it's a whole. I, I you know what? I think so. He was, uh, and I probably should have clipped this in. Uh, was one, maybe I'll look back and, and include it. I know he was on Tom Woods once. I, I, I also know he was on Pete's show. Um, yeah, he's got like a full studio stuff. Um, he's a funny guy. Uh, nice guy. Yeah, I like so, him. I like him. Yeah. And uh, shout out to the Tenth Amendment Center, Michael Bolden, uh, doing good work over there. And I want to see a nullification crisis every day until states starts to secede. <laughs> right. Last question for you, Andy, is uh, what's the one thing trivia question you want to know about Tom Woods show that I can answer? Tom Woods. Uh, what's your f- well, this is just like a personal preference thing. Um, oh. What's what's your favorite episode he's done on Civil War? The mm. War of Northern Aggression. <clears throat> Well, anything you're talking with Brian McClanahan show, do I like the best? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I have to remember, but he did one and I, I don't, that was about uh, the economics of uh, reconstruction slavery. It was all, it was right around 2020 time. There were some things going on and they did a show talking about that. Basically um, maybe, huh? Hold up, hold on. Was this Phil Magnus? Maybe this is Phil Magnus, uh, who I, I'm a kind of a hater of. But this is what's great. Um, on all, the, actually, I look back and to see which one it was. Uh, and they talked about they broke down slavery uh, all the way along, and then even afterwards, and um, how the economics were about it, and basically showing that the government all along helped perpetuate these problems. So it probably was Phil Magnus because that's kind of his, uh, his number one thing. That's, that's the best one maybe on the, on that, 
Um, although McClanahan, you know, anytime he, he, he gets on there and he talks about stuff, uh, he's fantastic. Hell yeah. Well, I'll have to check it out. I haven't listened to any McClanahan episodes that I can think of off the top of my head of Tom Woods. Although I do, I'm a huge uh, McClanahan stan. I wish Tom Woods and McClanahan both had longer form episodes, at least special sprinkled in that maybe go longer than their, their 30 minute or 35 minute. You know, I like a good hour and a half, sometimes even three hour long form podcast, but you know, shout out to those guys. They good historians and they, they pay all the good stuff. So when I'm on poor, maybe I'll take McClanahan or Tom Woods Academy. <laughs> what if the reconstruction era was really just about home improvements? <laughs> Bob Vila's. <laughs> Yeah, uh, March. <laughs> that one out there. Uh, I had. I, <laughs> I don't know if you got this one yesterday. My wife and I went to uh, <laughs> this Mexican restaurant, and uh, the you know the, the the music that they play, it's just all it's all tubas and polka music. It's just like the the the, the Mexican. Um, I forget what the specific kind is called, uh, but it did make me want a bratwurst, and the John Philip Sousa vibe was pretty strong. It's awesome. I love it. I used to, when I first moved to Texas, I didn't like it. And then it grew on me after going out and partying with Mexicans and Tejanos. Uh, at least that's what they call it in Texas. They call it Tejano music. Um, you know, a lot of it comes from the early German settlers in that region that uh, shared things across cultures because the tuba and the accordion getting into Mexican music, the tuba and accordion are both German instruments. So that's where they get the kind of blending of cultures. Yeah. Those Germans. I, I dated a girl in law school that was uh, from Mexico. I don't know. She, uh, no, she was f- further down South, like Columbia area. Uh, Cause her family had a, and, and this is how much I remember of her, right. Uh, her family had like a, a coffee farm and stuff and they were somewhat wealthy and to do. And so she, this music, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but she talked about how it's really a cultural divide. Uh, Banda. Uh, no, the bomb, <laughs> the bomb. No, uh, there's a specific name for for the kind of, uh, and she's like, it's hated by the upper crust, crust, and the lower class. They love it, and it's you know, it's and, and you're right. You go by the construction sites here, and they're they're playing it out all the time. Well, there, uh, I know there's like banda and mariachi are two different things. So I don't yeah, know a whole I, lot about it, it but it wasn't called mariachi either. But uh, Best polka song I ever ever is. I don't want her to have her. She's too fat. I don't want her. You can her. have her. She's too fat. I can't read these things out very well. There you go. <laughs> I, okay, uh, uh, I need to send you some unknown Henson songs in your spare time. I'm not sure if you're familiar with unknown Henson, but you'll like it. Uh, you you sent me that uh, other one uh, last night. I, I hadn't heard of that guy. Um, it was fine. I, I'm just not. You know, sometimes I'm into that kind of stuff. That's fine. It's kind of more folky. That's cool stuff. I don't like your old school. I don't country music. I don't know. Country music now <laughs> is is not really country music now either. I think it's more poppy almost. It is, but it isn't. I mean, it's always changed. I mean, music just changes over time. It's hard to like put a label on it. You know what I mean? Right. We go in an hour and a half here. We're almost done. Uh, I keep saying that uh, music. <laughs> Do you do you feel like you judge people on the type of music they ha- they 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 have, or is it just something like, hey, everyone has different tastes? Uh, I definitely judge people based on the type of music they have and don't have, but whatever, teach their own. Like I've, we've all got our guilty pleasures, and it's just fun for me. Like I don't take it that seriously. So. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I, I say I don't judge it, but then I'm like, oh, you like Eminem? I just want to crush your skull. And and this is the, the fight. My wife and I have been in <laughs> hey, fights hey. over hey. this stuff. 
we know uh, my favorite libertarian's uh, favorite rap part is is Eminem's. <laughs> what? I Stephen hate Kinsella. Eminem. I remember uh, so, all our episode with them. I asked oh, them what favorite rapper true. was. That's true. Uh, no, my wife and I have been driving home from something and she started playing Eminem and I'm like, nope. I, I said, I just didn't want to play it. She gets so mad because she thinks he's great. And I just, and then I just egg it on because I'm just like, he's so untalented. And, da, 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 da. and you know, and people can't handle that. That's what's funny is they can't handle when you not liking their music. It's so crazy. Toad does this in a group chat and he freaks <laughs> out. And I'm like, Amy Winehouse, the best part about her is she's been clean and sober for 12 years or whatever it is since she died. I, I'm fa That's fantastic. She's a piece of shit. Oh, my God. He loses his mind. It's like, I don't have to like your music. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> well, your wife likes Eminem. That's a shocking development for me. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is she also a big like Linkin Park fan, too, or what's going on here? Uh, I like Linkin Park. Oh God, you're the you're the worst kind of people. Right. Y'all y'all you know what? You don't need to go to any libertarian events. You and your wife need to go to the gathering of the juggalos up in Michigan. <laughs> totally. No, my wife, you would get along with my wife. She likes every kind of music under the sun. And um she she knows it too. It's crazy. Like she she's a lit she thinks she's she would her ultimate thing would be um, you know, yeah the guns pointed to your head and you've got to do this uh, song karaoke. You've got to get all the words right. And she thinks she can handle that. And she does. She knows all the lyrics. I don't know lyrics. I just know who usually sang or, or wrote the song. Um, but I, I, actually the best part about Lincoln park, once again, Chester ben, uh, is dead. Uh, and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Ripa, uh, Eric July and his band did a cover and uh, of one of their songs. And it was uh, waiting for the end or something like that. And it was fantastic. So, um, that's what <laughs> Chester was murdered. That's what uh, our buddy Phobe says over on Rumble. Okay, guys. Um, last thing. Would you honestly have fun with the Juggalos? No, I'd be uh, scared to death. Uh, they're cringe, but really nice. Just want to have fun and party. Yeah, I'd probably uh, be fearful of my life. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would have the same experience like at any majority white trailer park. So it's not, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'd have fun to an extent. Right? But it's not necessarily my crowd. I'd like to go see. I mean, I'm a country music guy. So, yeah. So, uh, juggalos or some sort of like, uh, you know, rap play, I, either one, I'm going to be killed at some point. <laughs> I'm just not, not there. All right, Andy, tell us where everyone can find you. You can find me at toplobster.com. Check me out. Uh, I've got a lot of new merch coming out. I've got a shirt with a giant dildo on it um, with my face on the tip. Yeah, so follow me at Top Lobster and uh, toplobster.com. I, I don't know why you're pushing him. He hates me, but he loves me. So uh, Tyler Yonke, five. once again, go to Rumble LPR. It brings up our show. Just subscribe over there. We've got more good stuff coming on. Uh, so uh, And also, you know, share this stuff with your friends. We, we need it out there so that Andy and I can um, have more fun. I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, Clint, if you see this, when you come to town at the end of April for the Mises Cuckus thing, first round's on me since I talked shit for the uh, game one of this series. So, And we and the Grizzlies lost. So oh, you, your first drink's on me, buddy. There you go. Um, all right, everybody. Andy's willing to pay for drinks now. Uh, what kind of drink? I don't know. Whatever he wants to drink. Wow. That's pretty good. Maker's Mark. There you go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bye. Later. Okay, I'm leaving now, bye guys. But she's back. And now.
Chick-fil-A is completely overrated. It's not that good. I prefer Zaxby's. I prefer Popeye's. Takes a tough man to make a tender forecast, Nick. And I guess that's me. <laughs> Keep fucking that chicken. For, should I vote for Dick Cheney on the Libertarian Party? Do yes. I have an obligation to vote for Dick Cheney? I would say so. Yes. Did it work for those people? <laughs> no. It never does. I mean, these people somehow delude themselves into thinking it might, but... But it might work for us. That one dude was like, not a podcast, I can't find it anywhere, and they don't have video. Oh, yeah, Peter Janky, yeah. He's yeah, a... I blocked him. I'll do it. If he unblocks me, I'll... I'll... <laughs> He'll buy your shirt if you unblock him, Bert. He's a wigger. Yeah, nothing cooler than so a 49-year-old wigger. Like, yeah, I just started I live streaming. Cut me some slack. I'm fucking... I'm pretty high-tech for a boomer. Uh, but... Anyways, I'm...